Welcome to Illicit Liaisons, where each week we talk about the good, the bad, and the naughty of romance fiction. I'm Jenna Hart, a romance author and avid romance reader, and I'm the owner of SwoonworthyHEA.com, a brand new online community for people who love to read romance. If that is you, I hope that you will stop by, check it out. You can join a group, you can start a group, share everything you love about your favorite authors, your favorite books. We have monthly giveaways and a whole lot more. We're on the verge of launching our blog program, whereby you would be able to start your very own book blog, fan blog, or if you're an author, you can start your very own author blog. We have a few glitches we're still trying to work out because nothing ever goes to plan. But I am hopeful that very shortly it will be all fixed up and ready to go. And I hope that you will stop by and join. It's free. So why don't you? SwoonworthyHEA.com. I have been wanting to watch shows that were created by the streaming service Passion Flicks. This is a streaming television channel that shows romance movies and shows. And I do not know why I did not know of this streaming service until December. Because let's face it, romance is right up my alley. But I did discover it in December. And one of my goals was to read some of the books that they are taking and making into movies as part of their original programming. Many of these authors I am aware of, but I haven't read the books that they are turning into movies. So I wanted to read them and then watch them and then do a show for you. However, that has not come to pass because... Well, we're back to those best laid plans again, but I do hope to do that soon. In the meantime, I thought it might be fun to share some of the books that will be coming out as a TV show or movie in 2021 or may have just come out as a TV show or movie. So if you're like me and you like to see movie or TV renditions of books you really love, this could be right up your alley. Of course, as you know, it's always risky because sometimes adaptations aren't very good. The last few years, most of the things that I've seen, they've done a pretty good job in their adaptations. But I also am aware of a lot of movies that were made from books that I didn't very much like. Although, for example, let's take Nora Roberts. They've made movies out of several of her books and they were all okay, not great. But I'll tell you what, the books they turned into movies were not the books I would have picked if somebody asked me. Of course, nobody did ask me, but maybe they should. I am really, really hopeful that a channel like HBO, one of the cable channels, would make a show from Nora Roberts or J.D. Robb, uh, her in-depth books. I love those books. I would love to see that in the same way that Game of Thrones and Outlander and all that was done. I think that would be awesome. And actually, I've thought about doing a show of books I would love to see turned into shows, and that would be one of them. But anyways, we are talking about books that are being made into movies or shows that will be coming out in 2021. We're going to start with 
books turned into movies that are basically continuation. So there's already been a previous season or previous movies in the case of a book series. So we're going to start with a Discovery Witches, in which the second season is expected to come out shortly. I have started seeing some trailers on it, so by the time this comes out, it may actually be out already. Discovery Witches is based on the All Souls paranormal romance series by Deborah Harkness. And basically, it's about Matthew, who's a vampire, and Diana, who's a witch, who are not supposed to fall in love, but they do. In the first book of Discovery Witches, which is the first season of the show, Diana is studying in England, and she checks out a book that is very powerful and that people forever, centuries, have been trying to find this book. And by people, I mean like other vampires and witches and demons, but they haven't been able to and she was able to. So now they're all really interested in her, which puts her in danger. And Matthew is one of these people. But of course, we like Matthew. Eventually, they end up getting together and he's protecting her. And then they're trying to figure out what everything means, what this book is, and what it means for for their species and humankind and, and all that kind of stuff. And of course, there's bad guys that are after this book as well. The first book I actually thought was pretty interesting. I did enjoy it. The second book, which is the second season of this show, I had actually a very difficult time getting it through the book because it was bogged down in a lot of history. It is kind of interesting. They go back in time and they meet a lot of people that we have heard about in history, but it got so bogged down in that, that it got kind of lost in what they were doing there. And basically what they're doing there is looking for a witch who can help train Diana because she's a very powerful witch, but doesn't have any training because her parents were killed when she was very young and she's got couple of ants that have raised her. But Diana, because of what happened to her parents, really didn't take to being a witch and learning what that meant. But now she kind of has to. So in the second book, that's what's going on. They've gone back in time. And, and again, it's still kind of trying to figure out how to uh, get her trained so that she can take on all these bad people and set the world right and all that kind of stuff. I did start to watch A Discovery of Witches when it was coming through on YouTube from the British channel. I want to say it was like Sky One or something like that. The problem was is sometimes you're not allowed to do that. Like sometimes in America, we can't watch videos from other countries. And so while I was able to see a couple episodes, I wasn't able to watch after that. And then when it came to other uh, streaming networks that I could watch, I just never went back to watch it. Now you can watch this through Amazon, although you still have to subscribe. I think you can watch it through the Sundance channel if you want to subscribe through that as well. So it's not a prime program. Uh, you would have to pay to watch that. All right, so the next on our list is to all the boys I've loved before, and it's number three in that trilogy. So the first two are out, and now we've got the third book. So the third in our series is to all the boys, 
always and forever, Laura Jean. And in this particular one, Laura Jean is now in her senior year of high school and planning all the cool stuff that goes with that, like a trip to New York and prom, planning for college and life. Couldn't be better, except for it could be because, of course, there's unexpected events that really force her to begin to kind of look at the choices that she needs to make in her life. I will be honest, I didn't read these books. And while I've seen it pop up on my Netflix feed, which is where you can watch it if you would like to, I've seen it, I've marked it actually as something that I want to eventually watch, but I haven't yet watched it. It does look really cute though. And so definitely at some point I do plan to watch it. So the next on our list is Virgin River by Robin Carr. This is an author that I've seen a lot, but I haven't actually read. And I have seen the show come up on my Netflix feed, but of course I haven't watched it. There is an anticipated season three release date of this show sometime in 2021. And season two was set to begin at the end of 2020. So this is good. If you like this show, you know it's been renewed for a third season. Basically, Virgin River is the story about a midwife nurse practitioner who has moved to this remote mountain town to get over having lost her husband. And one of the things about shows that take place in small towns is there's always interesting characters. And of course, there's going to be a love interest. Now, again, this is a show that I haven't seen. It is a book I haven't read, but I'd be curious. Any of these ones that I haven't seen or read, if you have, I would love to know your thoughts about it. If you think I should see or read them, or maybe you think I shouldn't, I'd be curious to know. And you can let me know in the show notes of the Illicit Liaison podcast. This is hosted over at swoonworthyhea.com. So you just go there, click on the Illicit Liaison tab, and that will take you to the page that lists all the podcasts. You just have to find this show and the show notes, and I'd be curious what you thought of these. So the next one on our list is Stealing Home by Cheryl Woods, another author I see a lot but have not read. And this has a second season release date. This is based on the Sweet Magnolia show on Netflix, which is one of the ones that has been filtering up to the top of my list to watch because it does look interesting to me. The first season premiered in the middle of the year run in 2020. And it was renewed for a second season, although it's unclear when that might come out. Basically, in this story, Maddie's life is overturned because her husband leaves her for a younger woman and she's got these three kids and they're all like not handling it very well. And then her son begins to have some issues that begins to affect his functioning and in particular impacts his love of baseball. So she steps in to help him, which puts her in contact with his coach, Cal. And we learn that Cal has feelings for her. But of course, this is a romance and it's a series. So there's going to be all sorts of things that kind of get in the way of that. The next on our series that is a continuation is A Breath of Snow and Ashes by Diana Gabaldon. And of course, this is Outlander. Now, I only made it through maybe the first three, maybe four Outlander books. And I enjoyed them all. They are intense at times. But I am a big fan of 
falling for a couple and wanting to see them continuing in their lives. It's one of the reasons I write the Valentine series because, you know, those one and out romances, those are all great, but I always want to know what happens with their lives elsewhere. And I know that a lot of romance series, we, the characters from one book then become secondary characters of another book, but it's not the same. I do like being able to stay with a couple, particularly in romantic suspense, but of course, Outlander is more of a kind of a romantic adventure, but they deal with some heavy, deep and real issues. It can be very intense. I imagine for some people it could be triggering. I do enjoy the show. I feel like the adaptation has been done pretty well considering the size of the books. And of course, it's easy to watch Jamie Frazier. I think Claire does a great job. So this is one series that I have watched. Season five ended, again, really brutally difficult. So I'll be curious to see how season six is. By this point in the series, Claire and Jamie are living in the new world of North Carolina Their daughter, who was raised in current time, came back to find them because she had run across a newspaper clipping that indicated they would be killed, I believe it was in a fire, sometime around 1776. Now, at the start of Breath and Snow and Ashes, the year is around 1772, and the American Revolution is coming. And just like Jamie's been having to do ever since he came to the Americas is he's kind of straddling or tightrope walking between his loyalty to his Scottish roots and his clan and towing the line that is asked for him by the British government. Now, of course, one of the challenges Jamie has is that his wife is from the future and has told him that the end of the American Revolution, the British will have lost and America will be its own country. But of course, he is a British citizen, as is Claire. And so they're colonists now of the British. And again, they're going to have to kind of figure out how they're going to navigate knowing what's coming and wanting to keep them and their families and the people who live at Fraser's Ridge safe without upsetting the British, who will do heinous things to them if they think Jamie is being a traitor. So I am looking forward to the release of season six of Outlander. Okay, so the next one I thought I would mention is already out, and that is Bridgerton, which is currently showing on Netflix. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I hadn't actually ever heard of this book until I was listening to a podcast Gosh, I wish I remember which one it was, but the two ladies were talking about Bridgerton, but it was like book seven or eight, which incidentally, they didn't think was that great, but they did like the other Bridgerton books. And I'm thinking seven or eight books, holy smokes. So I did pick it up. And of course, it's still sitting on my to be read pile. And then Netflix came out with Bridgerton, The Duke and I. Interestingly enough, my mother has watched this and she doesn't really like romances, but she did enjoy it. And so I definitely want to watch it, but I also would like to read it first. This is one of the problems I have is a lot of times I want to read the book before I see the show. And let's face it, there's just too much to read and not not enough time to read it. But anyways, 
So Bridgerton is about Simon and Daphne. And everyone around them believes there's a bit of an understanding between them that they will become engaged and get married. For Daphne, having Simon's interest, she feels will elevate her so that she will look more desirable to some of the other suitors because Simon actually doesn't really want to get married and do all that. But if he pretends with Daphne, then his mother will leave him alone and he can just get through the ballroom season or whatever without being hassled. But of course, the more time they spend together in their fake relationship, they begin to fall for each other. So it's one of those fake relationship things, but of course, set back in historical times, back in the early 1800s. I am eager to watch this. And again, I'm trying to read the book first. We'll see if I get to it before I break down and decide to watch it. Next, we have There You'll Find Me by Jenny B. Jones. This is slated to come out January 2021 in theaters. Now, I do not know how that's going to work because we're still in the middle of a pandemic, but it's a young adult romance about Finley Sinclair. She is around 18 years old and her brother has died and she's just very bereft around that. And she decides to enroll in an exchange program in Ireland, which was where her brother used to like to travel a lot. And on the way there, she meets Beckett Rush, who is a Hollywood heartthrob. And he convinces her to be his assistant and he will show her around Ireland. This actually sounds really interesting and uh, definitely a book that I will put on my list. And again, we'll see if I can read it before I end up seeing it. The next on our list is Redeeming Love by Francis Rivers, which is also supposed to be a theatrical release in 2021. Basically, it's the retelling of this biblical story of Hosea set in the gold rush of 1850. So it's a basically a Christian romance. And basically, this is about Angel, who has had a pretty difficult life as a child. She was sold into prostitution, and so she has very little regard for men, has no expectations that there's anything good about them. But then she meets Michael Hosea, who is a man who feels called by God to marry her and love her unconditionally. And she does begin to trust and love Michael, but based on her past, she also begins to feel unworthy. And that causes her to leave her husband. As a result, her life begins to go back into a darkness that she had before. And really, this is a book and a movie about her learning not just to love and trust Michael, but also that she needs to love and trust God as well. The next book on the list is 44 Chapters About Four Men by B.B. Easton. This is an anticipated Netflix release sometime in 2021. This one sounds really interesting as well because this is about an already married couple. Those are always kind of interesting. And basically, she is not very excited about life. Her sex life in particular is pretty uninspiring. So she begins to write in her journal about all her passionate ex-boyfriends. What she doesn't anticipate is that her accountant husband begins to read her journal and he takes to heart what she's saying and changes things up a little bit. 
that one sounds interesting as well. I do believe it's a series as opposed to a movie that will have about eight episodes. Finally, I thought I would mention some of the things that are coming to Passion Flicks. This is a streaming channel that, again, I do not know how I didn't know about this channel because it sounds right up my alley. And as soon as I have time, I'm going to start watching stuff on there. So if you go to the Passion Flicks website, they have all the movies that, of course, there that you can see. Many of them are from studio releases, but they also make their own original content. So there's a lot there to see, much of it that they have made. But they also are making new releases. Now, some of the ones that are in their carousel may already have actually been released. It was hard for me to tell. These are the ones that are either set to be released shortly or at least are in the works to be made. The first one is Tangled by Emma Chase. It is not what I read and kind of going back to the Nora Roberts thing where they didn't pick the, the books that I would turn into movies. For Emma Chase, I would have chosen the Royal series to make into movies, at least those first two ones. Those were really good. Emma Chase is an author that I enjoy. She has a very light and fun style of writing, kind of reminds me of Lauren Blakely a lot. This book is told from the male point of view, which is also fun. Another thing that I read a lot in Lauren Blakely's books, this is basically an office romance. Now, if you go to the website, there's a lot of mixed reviews about the book because Drew appears to be kind of a jerkwad uh, through much of the beginning of the book. And I have found that a lot in some of the books that are coming out, Emma Chase, and I want to say Lauren Blakely, although when you read the blurbs, you get the sense that he's probably going to be an arrogant jerk. But when you get into the book, you find that he's really not. But apparently with Tangled, uh, Drew is a little bit over the top. So I don't know. Have you read Tangled by Emma Chase? I ha This is one I haven't read from her. The next is a series of books by Jennifer Armentrout. Uh, the Wicked, Torn, and Brave series. Now, some of these are already out, and I'm thinking it's Brave that they are working on now. I'm really interested in seeing this because, of course, it takes place in New Orleans. And if you listen to my last week's podcast, you know that I really dig stories that take place in New Orleans. This also involves fays and pixies and all sorts of otherworldly creatures. Basically, Morgan is part of the Order, which is all about getting rid of the Fae, and Rin is also someone who hunts the Fae, and they have to work together. She's not very interested in him. She's pretty dead set against relationships, but he kind of likes her. So we've got basically two people forced to work together, in which at least one of them isn't very interested in the other. I actually saw Jennifer one time can't remember. I want to say it was Festival of the Book. And I do have some other books of hers. But again, they're on my to-be-read shelf. The final one I wanted to mention is A Lover's Vow by Brenda Jackson. Now, this is the third in the Granger series. And in this third one, it wraps up everything from the other books, which includes uh, the murder of Sylvia Granger. And basically, we got the youngest son, Dalton, who is, of course, gorgeous and a rich business mogul and all that kind of stuff. And then we have the private investigator, Jules, who won't give him the time of day, but she's involved in trying to figure all this stuff out. And Dalton's life is in peril. 
and she is the one who can protect him. So they have to work together to save his family. And of course, when they work together, other things start to happen. I am actually pretty interested in this one because I do like romantic suspense. And I also like a leading man who is devoted to his family. It's just hard not to like a guy who is dedicated to his fathers and his brothers and all that kind of stuff. So that's it. Those are the books that are planned to come out as movies or TV shows in 2021. I'd be curious to know your thoughts. Have you read these books? Are you eager to see them on the screen? And if so, I'd love to know which are your favorites and the ones that you're most looking forward to. Again, all you have to do is visit swoonworthyhea.com, click on the illicit liaisons tab, and find the show and let me know in the comments. I'd be very curious to find out. I want to thank you again for listening in to Illicit Liaisons. I do hope that you're enjoying it. And if so, if you would subscribe through your favorite podcast platform, that would be awesome. And of course, come over to swoonworthyhea.com and talk to me and others about your favorite romance authors, book series, all that kind of stuff. I'm very eager to see the community grow. I really, really miss being able to talk to people about books. The pandemic has made it really hard, which is part of the reason why I started Swoonworthy HEA. So if you love romance like I love romance, I hope that you will stop by and take a look. Thank you so much for listening in. Until next time, this is Jenna Hart wishing you peace, love, and happily ever after. Thank you.